Anything I say can and will be held against me in the court of cancel culture. But it's okay, because I'm not famous. Hey everyone, welcome to the show, and I'm not sure if we're still broadcasting because the world's gone all World War Z. It's gone nuts, it's the apocalypse. I don't know what's happening, it's dystopian society for real. I'm here with Steven so I can try to get some of this out of my head because I'm going nuts. How are you, Steven? Good, Sonny. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I don't know. i got to stay off social media because it's doing my head in. I've been doing the same. I uh, I was better off when I just stayed off, and then and then you, you open the Pandora's box, you peek inside, and then you start getting all just emotional and worried about the planet when we've got enough things to worry about in our own life, which I think oh, everyone, tell should, me about it. everyone should just stop and worry about themselves. That's, that's my first advice for everyone in the <laughs> world, to just yeah. deal with your own shit first and not try to save everyone else. Oh. And also, it doesn't help that we've got to read other people's shit as well, on top of our own shit. <laughs> I know, it, uh, it used to be you could trust the media. Of course, I think that was a long time ago. And I'm saying like yeah. 50 years ago, there was actual reporters who would, who would actually try and get the story and weigh up both sides and get the facts. And again, maybe I'm delusional, maybe... Maybe there never was an altruistic reporter, but I believe there used to be. And now, I don't know, man. I, I don't know where they are because everyone loves to put their own spin on it. And so there's no real truth. There's just whatever's popular. And you have to pick a side. If you don't pick a side, it's no fun. You can't just stay in the middle and try to say, well, let's try and work it out. You've got to pick a side and then stick with it. And then you're a warrior. You're a justice <laughs> warrior, right? No, changing the world one post at a time. One post at a time. And if you don't have that little, what is it, that little blue tick on Twitter, if you're not a, an yeah. influencer, you're not anybody. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're just one of the troglodytes, you know, just the part of the machine. You don't have a voice. I'm not an influencer. No. I'm jealous. I want to be. Actually, no, I don't, <laughs> want, I, I don't want to be. It'd be too stressful. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, and you'd be looked at under a microscope as well. Then you have to watch what you're saying, and you know, then you, you know, if you've said something in the past, you might be cancelled. That could be held against you down the track. Oh, the cancel culture! I tell you, that's driving me nuts. I was watching something um, on YouTube. It was uh, John Cleese, Sir, Sir John Cleese. Now, you know, yep. here's a man who's who's been in entertainment, and I'm not saying that because he's been in entertainment that he knows all because God knows there's enough celebrities and and they have their opinions and, and it drives me nuts because somehow their opinions mean more because they're celebrities. But with John Cleese, yeah. he's pretty cool. You know what I mean? He's just a level-headed guy who's been in the business since back in the day and especially yeah. when you're in comedy, I feel like you know those people really have to know their audience. They have to know people because it's all about you know, reading reading the audience. You've got to read the audience and what they're reacting to. And and from what he's seen lately with just the political correctness culture, it's like, you know, he puts it like if if people can't learn to control their own emotions, they start yeah. having to try and control other people's behavior to fix it for themselves. I don't know that sounds yeah. harsh, but everyone is so hypersensitive these days that I feel like comedians are all going to crash and burn. It's like the worst business yeah. to be in right now, yeah? Yeah, it's exhausting. 
So, yeah, what do you think about the whole cancel culture and that you can't evolve? You can't, you can't evolve as a human and get better, which I thought was the point of life, that when you're young, you make mistakes and you don't have to be a celebrity. But God knows celebrities, you know, I do feel bad for them in a way. The ones that, are, that jump on board and ship me because they're all talking their opinion from their mansions. But it's the other ones who are, who are really cool and level-headed, and then they find something 20 years ago. Um, I think Jimmy Fallon... And um, uh, both the Jimmies uh, got a uh, something from their past where they got in trouble. Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't take much to get you in trouble these days. What do you think about that? That anything you've ever done, you better clean it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, it's it's getting exhausting to be honest. Like, and, and look, people make mistakes. We're all human at the end of the day. We've probably said stuff that we regret. Maybe we weren't educated on a subject. And now it's kind of being used against people that are kind of famous and well-known in, in an industry, whether it's in the entertainment, whether it's in sport. Um, and it can come back and bite you on the bum, is what they say. And again, I mean, put it in perspective, some things, of course, are un- unforgivable. I'm not, I'm unforgivable. I'm not talking about if you've done something uh, uh, horrible, you've hurt somebody or something, but just, you know you've done a comedy skit in the past that everyone was doing with you. And, and at the time that was the, that was the nature of the world. And people were less sensitive and it was just, it was just a joke. And again, I'm sorry. I feel so bad for comedians because I do feel like, you know, comedy, comedy is all inclusive and at its very nature, comedy is critical. That's what makes it funny. You, um, you make fun of a man tripping, whether he's, a white man, a black man, a woman, a child, a human. The human condition is hilarious. That's comedy. Yeah. And yeah. you make a joke. Uh, he tripped. But now you've got to watch out. What do you mean he tripped? Are you making fun of him because he's a man or, or it's a woman? Or what are you saying? That if if it were something different, he wouldn't have tripped? You can't win. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Comedians are screwed. I oh, know. And people are like, they're so sensitive and they get offended by everything. Like, whether it's like, and I'm not, I've got, I've got nothing against anybody, but like, whether it's about race, if it's about sexism, if it's about the football team that you go for, if it's about the light bulb that's in the light in my lounge room, like, fuck, I don't, I don't want to offend anything. I don't want to offend the light bulb if I said that the light was too high. Like, I don't know. Everybody is just, they seem to have the right to be offended more often. And the minute um, something catches on, everybody's going to cancel it. Like it's just, it's like that tall poppy syndrome where they're going to find something negative. I'll give you a perfect example at the moment. There's a footy player that's playing for the Gold Coast called um, Matt Rowe. And he's, and he's, he was a number one draft pick last year. And unfortunately, Matt Rowe is, he's played really well for four games straight. He's best on ground. I'm already getting um, nods for maybe a brown low. Who knows? Anyway, long story short in the media, they're just finding things to cut him down. Like he's one of the only players that tucks in his jumper into his shorts and people are just giving him shit about that. That's, do you know what I mean? I know it's kind of not a cancel culture subject, but they've just got to find something. Yeah, that's it. There's, they've got to find something on somebody. No one can just, yeah, no one can just be innocent. Everyone's got yeah. something. <laughs> And, and it was funny that they showed highlights from the game that he played last night. One of the opposition players just ran past him and untucked his clothes again. Like, really? <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, but, it's just, 
it's just exhausting, Sonny. Attacking someone else now makes you famous. That's a thing. And if you jump on board to a cause that you, you can't even relate to. And yeah. again, I'm, you know, thankfully no one listens to this, but you know, if this were something popular, we would have to choose our words very wisely. And yeah. that's why I feel like you just can't have an, an honest conversation anymore and debate something. And debating something means it's give and take and you listen to the other person. You don't just get mm -hmm. all emotional and try to shut them down when, th when they bring up facts that you, you believe aren't true and that you won't follow up with. Like the whole, yeah. again, America has such a complicated past, but I believe you know they've come so far. It's just so sad that everyone thinks that all of a sudden because of one incident that all of a sudden it's a systemic racial thing. You know what? Yeah. All of America 100% believed that, that police brutality is wrong. 100%. And that was the subject police brutality yeah. let's do something about it but unfortunately something else got on board and it turned into a race issue and my, by me even saying that i'm in trouble because i'm a white male so i have no say in it at all uh, but same yeah and, and the thing is is most of the people protesting and again i've searched for videos if mm -hmm. i find a video where somebody has that experience and it's an african-american man, man or woman and they have specifically said their horrible experience with with discrimination or racism of course that's true and you need to fix that and we need to do something about that but all i yes. see are these whiny tweens out there and they're all these white girls and boys yelling and having a fit and they have no clue you know what i'm saying why are yeah. they the ones out there what are they talking about they googled something and they jumped on the bandwagon that's what frustrates me the right people yeah. the right people aren't talking yes correct yeah and then they're representing the people that are the victims but yet if they have a look in the mirror, you know, they're kind, you could say, like the, the white people that are protesting are the ones that they're technically protesting against. Uh, it's really weird how it works. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you how it works because I don't think even uh, Martin Luther King would not be excited to see segregation in reverse to section off a park where it's, it's African-Americans only. I'm not quite sure that's the point. You can't, you can't fix one thing and then, and then, you know, throw away the other. You can't yeah. segregate. You can't go against other races to fix one. Yeah. It just makes no sense. It's I supposed we were, we were supposed to be all together in this COVID thing. There was hope, you know. Yeah. It was like yeah. a worldwide fight. I'm not saying. I'm just trying to find positive side effects from a terrible thing. It's this worldwide yeah. human fight. Human lives matter. Yeah. yeah, all lives matter. And by me saying all yes. lives matter, I'm in trouble. Oh, you're, 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 you're cancelled. But, right? but is it not true? All lives matter. All human life right now matters. I don't know what happens. All human life, every person, every race, everybody matters. 100%. But unfortunately, it'll be taken the wrong way. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm watching <sighs> movies and I'm getting wisdom from movies, which is not good because movies probably aren't the best place. But I think yeah. I, was, I was watching Men in Black, and it was um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones as K saying yep. something on, the, um, oh, like why don't why don't you just tell everybody about this? You know, all the secrets and the aliens. They'll they're smart. He goes, a person is smart, but people are dumb, panicky animals. That's absolutely yeah. right. As a group, yeah. it turns something goes wrong. A person is smart, but people yeah. <laughs> tend to be a dumb group. But what about the what about Brown Zoo of panic buying at the moment? Apparently, it started again. 
Oh, I feel like we're back to to stage one again with this. Yeah, the panic buying. That cracks me up. Toilet paper. Yeah. Oh, God, got to be on the lookout. <laughs> if it was an apocalypse, I'd be looking for food personally. Toilet paper. Yeah, you can use leaves, I'm sure. <laughs> oh. But yeah, and there's... It's a bit weird. There's nothing, there's nothing for us to do. I just think most of these people are bored and have nothing better to do, which is also sad if, if mm-hmm. they've just got too much time on their hands. So instead of trying to help your com- community or help your neighbors, they've decided to loot their neighbors and destroy a shop yeah. of, of, of people of, again, multiple cultures. Everyone owns businesses, black and white, Asian. Everyone yeah. owns a business, and they justify busting it down and stealing everything i that also blows my mind like right now looting yeah. looting is what we need really yeah it anyway. doesn't and it's not promoting peace either it's causing chaos i know i know and australia but, too the thing is is when it trickles down here which cracks me up they're, they're sort of taking on america's history which i'm sorry is a separate history and i know there are similar yeah. events in australia we're all colonizers it's all evil but at what point does it become America's problem to sort out. Why is it now Australia's problem when they're when they're protesting and spreading COVID? That cracks me up. <laughs> they got yeah. they got to pick one: protest, I know, or <laughs> or stay home. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I can't even I can't even get into it to be honest. I know we're on a we're on a podcast and we're having a decent conversation, but it can be taken either way. And that's isn't that the scary thing now? Like you can't say anything. You've got to be careful or. Uh, even if you're Switzerland and on the fence, you're still going to be very, it's very mindful. And you know, as you said, it can be held against you down the track. I just, I always thought that that logical debate was just about trying to find a, the right balance. And even yeah. if that means compromise, unfortunately, the whole world runs on compromise. There's never always going to be 100% right and 100% wrong. There's usually got to be yeah. a compromise, and then you go from there and try to build on it. But you can't do that. You can't be in the middle. You've got to pick a side, and you've got to get on it. You've got to get passionate. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I say, I'm trying to find something to some escapism, but I can't find it because there's no movies out. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I, had that trouble. I've watched everything. I'm tired of everything. I'm waiting for something new. I'm watching. Yeah. I'm watching the Marvel movies again. Why? Because they make me feel good. <laughs> Yeah, they're just full of ha- happiness and joy. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I've run out of things to watch. And you know what? Everything that I've watched in the last two months has just been very average. Like, I think my last cinema outing was The Invisible Man. And then, obviously, they closed the cinemas. So then I was just kind of watching everything that got fast-tracked. And it's just been very average. Like, I don't know, maybe is it because I'm not watching it in a cinema? Is it because I'm watching it at home? Like, is it the content? Has the content gone down? I don't know. But, yeah, I haven't found any entertainment in the last, like, month or two. I've just, I don't know. Have you noticed the trend as well? Well, I know there's not a lot on the horizon, so I've been looking at movies that I might have missed. So one of those was was Ad Astra with Brad Pitt. I thought, well, I'll give it a watch. Oh, my God. Um, the tagline should just be "Space is the pits" because it was just yeah. so depressing and mentally draining. Okay. Yep. Oh my god. Have you seen yeah. that? Uh, no, I haven't, and I doesn't really. I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me really. I, don't, I can't be bothered. It was like 
all the saddest parts of uh, Interstellar and none of the exciting parts. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I don't know what it was. And I don't know what's coming up except the only things I'm actually looking forward to, funny enough, one of them is, is the Top Gun movie. And that's yeah. probably, probably because there's nothing else out there on the horizon. But yeah. I was re-watching the first one, and I must say, yeah. even for being in the 80s, you know, it's really one of those movies that's just perfect balance of everything, you know? It's, yeah. It's not cheesy. It's not. It's a good story. It really is. I think yeah. it's a good, valid story, and, and it would be a great follow-up. And Tom Cruise, he's the only guy who could probably pull it off because he's still in good shape and <laughs> his mind's still <laughs> with it. I think it'll yeah. be a good story. Is that something you're looking forward to? Yeah, 100%. I'll definitely pay money at IMAX to go see it or wherever it comes out in the best possible quality because I actually I went about five years ago and watched, um, I don't know, it might have been the 25th or 30th anniversary of Top Gun at IMAX. They re-released it. Oh, wow. And um, I had a great time. But, yeah, okay, like I know I'll probably contradict what you've said, but little bits of it were kind of a bit corny, bit of the dialogue, bit of stuff that happens, oh, the, the way the effects look. But yeah. it stands out still really. It was really good. Like, it, you know, it still holds up. Ninety uh, percent of the time, it does hold up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's still a great action film, and you know, it was a good escape for two hours or however the running time was. And you know, I, I still enjoy it. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the um, the sequel. And yeah, bring it on because I'm so over watching. <laughs> I'm so over watching bland stuff at the moment. Yeah, you know, I've watched um, watched all the TV shows that have been available on Netflix and Stan, or majority of them. Um, I've watched. I told you, I watch all the fast track stuff, and nothing's really stood out. Like it's annoying, and yeah, I can't wait to go back to the movies. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, look, and even the trailer, you know, Tom Cruise will always bring it because, again, he's he's probably the only actor where he says, "Yeah, I I want to get in the plane and do it." And most people are yeah. like, "There's no way." Somehow, I don't know. He's got. He's got the insurance guys against the ropes. They're like, "All right, you can get in this, this you know, thirty million dollar fighter jet and go for it." You're the only. He's the yeah. only one who can get away with that. So the the cool thing is, is you know, this will be probably one of the last movies, honestly, where the cinematography is shot realistically, and they've actually got the jets out there and they're doing it for real. Because, uh, like he said, it's like the movie will be. It's like a love letter to aviation, which is awesome. If you if you love planes. I think it's going to be a movie to watch. Yeah, and Tom Cruise as well is one of those actors who's kind of keen to do his own stunts. He puts in a bit of a second effort compared to other actors as well. And like as we saw, and was it the second last? Which ones? Or was it one of the second last? Was it the last Mission Impossible where he jumped off that building and broke his foot? That's right. It, yeah, it was. His, yeah. So he's yeah. one of the few actors that's just daring and willing to do stuff that he wants to do. So, um, yeah, bring it on, I say. And, you know, he's, not many movie stars will um, take on roles or do stuff like that either, which is pretty cool. And I'm sure it'll have, a, have a, a modern narrative that fits with everyone and it won't offend anyone. But having said that... <laughs> You know, the, the original one wasn't just all macho, machismo pilots, uh, air, uh, you know, Navy pilots. Um, Kelly McGillis, the main character, she was a strong female character. She was the one in charge of the whole thing. She was showing yeah. them how the tactics work on the screen. And so, you know what I mean? And that was in the 80s. So, again, for anyone who thinks, oh, it'll be some throwback, you know, uh, uh, man movie. Uh, again, I'm pretty yeah. sure Tom Cruise will tap into the right audience so that yeah. everyone will like yeah. it. Um, yeah, well, 
Is she coming back for it? Do you know? Or? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. And I don't know about Val Kilmer. He's fallen apart over the years. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, I actually, I saw him in um, this Jane Silent Bob reboot, and he doesn't even have a line of dialogue. He's just got a cameo, and I actually had to look at the credits again and be like, "Where was Val Kilmer in this?" And yeah, I don't uh, think uh, he'll. I don't think he'll be the same. No, I think he's got some road miles on him. He's he's had a hard hard life. Um, yeah, and I think he was sick recently as well. Really, that's bad. right. That's right. Is it throat cancer or something? I can't remember. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he'll do what he can, but but Tom will be there. It'll be all right. Then uh, you got Miles Teller to uh, to take over that load. So it'll be good to see him again. But yeah, that's about it. That and um, Bill and Ted's face the music. What do you think about that? Uh, I I personally <laughs> haven't oh, look. It was a long time ago since I watched the first two, and they weren't movies that I really revisit. So. I don't really care enough for the third one, but it's good that Keanu Reeves is still doing what he's doing. And I know Alex, is it Alex Winter? Yep. Alex Winter is now pretty much directing a lot of TV shows and kids stuff. Cause I think my brother's watched a few of the stuff that he's made. And, um, I guess he's still keeping busy in the industry, but yeah, I don't know. I'll, oh, look, whatever. If it passes the time and it's great, I don't care as long as there's an escape. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a that's not a big sell for you, but hey, Keanu, is that sad? Is that, now, is that negative? Or? Now Keanu's riding the Keanu wave, so you got to give him that. He might as well keep yeah. on it, get, milking it while he can. Um, yeah. Do you see him as one of those? See him as a Tom Cruise? You think he'll keep going, or will he hit a wall and stop? Um, no, I think he'll keep going. I think he enjoys. Like from what I've gathered through articles and social media and interviews, he seems to enjoy the work. Like you've seen the, the three John Wick films. They're pretty cool, and you know he claims to be the most humble celebrity. Obviously, not stated by himself, but by his peers and people around social media, that he's one of the most humble celebrities and donates a lot of money to charity and kind of does his own thing. So, um, yeah, is. I see him to be a good working actor. He is. He seems like again, unless someone finds a skeleton in his closet, which is very possible. When you see him yeah. on social media or a picture or a YouTube clip. They're all over the internet with him, and he's got, uh, like, he'll be on a subway, and he'll help someone, or he'll he'll sign an autograph, or or he loves to be in a crowd and take a picture and not be noticed, and he thinks that's funny, yeah. people don't notice him. So, yeah, he's yeah he's a regular guy when he's out there. Yeah, and I've always enjoyed his work. Like, I guess the Bill and Ted stuff, you know, he's playing kind of like a dumb teenager, you know. Excellent. Sorry, that's a really bad impersonation. Um, so that's what those films are known for. So it's kind of excusable. But like, I think he's shooting the new Matrix movies at the moment, and obviously you see his character in John Wick. So he does bring to the table the action presence is required for those movies. So you know what? Good on him, and I do enjoy seeing him. Yeah, the Matrix. I don't know about that one. I feel like that one ran its course. The first one was was innovative, came out of nowhere, fantastic. Wow. Yeah, and then the yeah. second one was like, what, what, what's happening here? And the third one was, mm. was, is this the same movie franchise? <laughs> and then <laughs> that was it. So I don't know if that one deserved a re reboot, relook, but whatever. <laughs> it's all we've got to cling to at the moment. Unfortunately, yeah, there's no original ideas coming out of Hollywood, which is sad. Um, well, now. I think evil- Oh, what did you say, Evil, no, so Evil you Dead? Go, yeah, I think Evil Dead's getting another reboot. Oh, God. And um, Scream 5's coming out 
I think next year they're going to start shooting that soon. So, oh, running out uh, of ideas, man. They need new ideas. <laughs> And it's always oh. the same subject that me and you, even when we're not recording, we always go back to the whole Hollywood running out of ideas uh, subject. And the only new ideas seem to be some morose, melancholy, sad movies is all they can come out with. You know what I mean? If it's a new idea, mm. it's usually just sad and depressing, and it'll win an award. Or, it'll win an or award. a true story. Or yeah. a true story, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're running out of ideas. Hey, what's your life story? Oh, that sounds shitty. Let's make a movie. Yeah. That sounds sad. That's what it's... Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I watched not long ago the Michelle Payne ride like a girl um, film, oh, yeah. which was on Amazon, and like that was kind of cool and stuff. But it was literally just about a female jockey who won the Melbourne Cup, which is a fantastic achievement. But like everything kind of surrounding it, of besides her injuries that she had, it was just like, okay, what can we find? That's <laughs> what it seemed like a two-hour. What can we find to add into this movie to give it more spice? Like I don't know, it was. It was just very bland, other than you know the the miraculous win and the the recovery from injury. Well, there's always and, a bit of artistic license taken. You gotta you gotta still bring the audience in. You gotta bring the butts yeah. and seats and the tickets. Um, you know, what do you think about a lot of uh, all the movies we love from our past getting raked across the coals? For instance, um, I was telling you that uh, that Sky Cinema in the UK and probably some of mm. the other streaming services. Now they're adding warnings to uh, older movies, and I don't mean Gone with the Wind. That was pulled, but yeah. that's a whole different that's a whole different story. But um, some of the warnings are saying um, uh, the the following movie presents outdated attitudes, language, and culture depictions, uh. which may cause offense today. And one of those is Aliens. Now, what in the hell is wrong with Aliens that could be offensive? An amazing, strong female lead who kicks everyone's ass. Remember Vasquez? Even Vasquez? Yeah. She was one of the Marines. She was yeah. one of the most awesome characters. Is it because, Can you explain to me why I don't? I don't know. <laughs> you, you tell me what's offensive. Is it because there's Marines in there, space Marines, who talk a bit of shit because that's what they do? That's life. I'm sorry. That's life. Men are men and women are women. Is that what it is? Like, why would that movie get that? Can you doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't no. make sense. You no, want to, we want to hear some, some of the other ones? Um, yep. Goonies. What's wrong with Goonies? Because they, they made fun of the Truffle Shuffle? They made fun of the fat kid? What's wrong with Goonies? Was it because Corey Feldman's in it? No, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I don't know how that could come across. I might be, okay, maybe I'm a bit naive, but Sonny, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand. What would cause a disclaimer that would cause someone distress? Um They'll be coming for movies like um, Tropic Thunder, though, for sure, because that's one of them. Where well, I'm surprised. Yeah, that's been under the radar. No one said anything about that. Robert Downey Jr., Blackface, again. Yeah. That wasn't the point. The point of that was he was, oh, he was a, an actor who, mm -hmm. was, who was just a typical actor who, who thought that he was above it all and could do anything. You know what I mean? They get so caught yeah. up in themselves. It was a, it was a funny commentary on that. It wasn't about the yeah. blackface, but yeah, they'll be coming for that, that movie. Oh yeah. Well, every Tarantino film then I guess is pretty much offensive. Oh, that's right. Every that's oh, They're done. The N word <laughs> is pretty much in every five minutes of his movies. So, does, so he's done. Does that mean all, all the streaming websites are going to get rid of Tarantino? Is Tarantino going to get canceled now? Because, I don't know. It's bad uh, enough. He's he's associated with Weinstein. That's bad enough, yeah? Yeah. And then detached himself. 
So yeah, so I, I don't know. The whole the whole cancel culture wants to cancel the whole past and start from scratch. And the worry from that is you haven't learned from the past at all. Like, how do you think? Because you've you've you're a teacher. Do you think kids? Are really l- wanting to learn about the past, which I think is important. Oh, you're bound to repeat it. Or do you think they just their whole world is Google it and check it out and hope that that's at, yeah. At the moment, that their kind of narrow mindedness is is um, sorry that was terrible English on my behalf. Um, their mindset is pretty much Google something you don't know. But I don't even think kids these days are interested in studying anything that's past 1990, which is very sad. Um, even the books they made them read, read in school now, like, you know, you'll still get Shakespeare, you'll get, like, George Orwell's uh, Animal Farm. So you're teaching them themes and, yeah, the themes and the symbolism in those um, structured books. But then to them, they've never experienced communism or nationalism. Uh, so is it nationalism? Yeah. So, um, and their attention spans these days are, you know, if their phone or iPad's not in front of them, they're not interested. So I don't even see this point trying to educate them about the past. And then you've got that new generation that are just very sensitive to everything. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, next 10 years in education and see where that goes now, as you've mentioned before. Well, like you said, uh, you know, the book 1984, that's, that's coming true, but in a different way. Big Brother isn't sort of uh, the government looking in on us although i'm sure they are as well it's more yeah it's more your fellow fellow neighbors and all the social justice warriors they, they've become big brother it's their job they've yeah. taken it upon themselves to save you you know excuse me sorry it was animal farm sorry not 1984 oh but, yeah yeah but 84 does has the big brother uh, control government control i guess you could you could compare that to uh, but yeah you're exactly right so yeah, where the watchbirds are now, everyone who just can't handle to just deal with their own life, they have to meddle with yours. Everyone's just meddlesome now. Everyone's nosy. <laughs> it's just a sticky, <laughs> sticky beat culture, you know. I don't know. I don't know. It I, is, yeah. Everyone just needs I to get their own house, their own house in order before they start. Yeah. Casting stones. Look, I feel like I can't even put anything on social media anymore because. Like, you get someone on the street or a family friend be like, oh, remember that time when you put that up on Instagram? And you're like, sorry, do I know you? <laughs> it's a bit... And I don't mean that in a rude or an arrogant way, but I mean, people see everything now. And then, like, I, like it's weird how, like, my folks, for example, their friends will come up to me and tell me about something that I did maybe in the past that they've seen on their social media platform that I couldn't even remember doing and... You know what I mean? There's nothing is kind of safe anymore, sacred, hence why well, I just kind of keep to myself now. That's it. I think some people are going to just retreat more. And also, if you if you don't uh, openly join a cause, you're also in trouble. They'll say, why didn't you join that cause? Why didn't you speak up? Why weren't you part of that? Well, maybe you were too yeah. busy going to work and trying to to make a life and fend for your family and, and you know, deal with your own problems and financial freedom and the pursuit of happiness that we all deserve that you didn't yeah. feel like getting caught up with everyone else's shit to save the world. You know, it's yeah. just, it's tiring. <laughs> it is save tiring. The world. <laughs> yeah, and trying to make everybody happy and people please and try not to offend while you're at it as well. You can't. That's also not possible. You cannot please all of the people all the time. <laughs> That's a fact. No, it's it's too hard. We um we might have to rehash on this another time, Sonny. I've uh, I've got to get going. All right. But, um, 
No worries. Thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, That's right. Thanks for having me on. Good talking to you. We'll definitely talk again when some movies are out and there's something to talk about. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk to you later. Take care, mate. Thanks, Thanks. for having me. All right. Bye. Cheers. All right. And that was Stephen. I don't know what's going on out there, folks, but I hope there's something that can relax us and bring us all together again, and uh, maybe we can just chill for a moment and not worry about what everyone else is doing and worry about our own lives. All right, I'll be back. Hope you enjoyed the show, and talk to you later. Bye.